This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Have you ever been asleep while you recorded a podcast? No, but Priyanka has. Okay. <laughs> this week we have Priyanka. Yay. Have you so know her name, baby. Her. And it's a very fun episode. She's crazy. She's insane. Yeah. She's wild. Yeah. So much fun. Good stories. Great to hear about her, like, drive. And she's only been doing drag for four years and on the I cover know, I of magazines. Believe. I cannot believe. Also, what is it about the American drag queens don't really get coverage like magazine covers, but, like, the UK girls and the Canada girls are, like, working for, like, major corporations and, like, doing crazy stuff that isn't just pride-related. Google the populations of the countries. I don't know what that means. There's less people there, so they're more famous. Boom, boom. Okay, enjoy, enjoy the this show. <laughs> Forever. Dog. When first choice is a big old bus, you turn around and boom, you end up with us. Our number is 213-0536-9180. Our email is sloppy spot at gmail.com. Now on with the show. Ooh, that was a rough that was one. very rough. Are you ready for some sloppy second? You stupid little fucks you. That's little fucks you. Dirty fucks you. Stupid little fucks you. That's the little fucks. Hi, I'm Big Dipper and that's Meatball. Welcome nope. to Big Dipper and Meatball. Sloppy seconds with Big Other Dipper way. and Meatball. We have a very exciting guest for you we today. Do. First, I want to know from you, Meatball, before we bring on our guest, is this hat working for me? Do tell. It, it, you are wearing a white summer floppy hat. It's baby blue. From the 1995s. That's baby blue. Uh, that's white on camera. It's baby blue. Well, it's white, mama. It's white on camera. Just, okay. And um, it's, it is working for you. I think that oh, very few people can wear that. It's strange that you found it in... The size that fits your head. It's very it's elegant. large on my head. Do you like it when I roll it up like a sailor no. hat? No, 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 What no, about no. if I fold it down like Blossom did? No, 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 What no, about no, no. if I try to wear it like a fedora? I love that we're doing all visual comedy <laughs> for an audio <laughs> medium. Right, let's, let's bring on our very special guest. Our very special guest! The winner of Canada's better. Drag Race Season 1. The, the Princess, Princess of, of Chaos. Chaos. An actual pop star. She's on the cover of magazines. Mama. What's her name? Priyanka! Hello. We just lost her. Yeah, we can hear that chew, baby. Ooh, suck on that what popsicle. Are you, what are you sucking on over there? Pretty. What is that? I'm sucking on your sloppy seconds from oh last my night. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm eating a freezy. But you have eaten this very quickly. We've watched since it got into your hands. Well, it's Do frozen you have water. a brain freeze? Uh-huh. I'm a legend, so I don't I'm I'm, a, I'm able to do things that other people don't know how to do. <laughs> <laughs> your, your brain freeze exempt. Exactly. They say that if you get brain freeze <laughs> Oh God. oh, God. 
Oh god, it came out a little bit. They say that if you get brain freeze. They say that if you get brain freeze out. <laughs> They'd say that. What do they say? Tell me. No, you're telling you're us. You're telling oh. us. <laughs> well, anyways, I'm happy to be here. <laughs> oh no! It fell out! Okay, you okay, So what did night, you do last night that you, you were in this You had a huge state? show, right? I had a big show. It was my four-year drag anniversary, fuckers. Yes! Congratulations! Now, hold on one second. Meepaw, how long have you been doing drag? Five years. And what do you have to show for it? <laughs> I guess a couple of ratty wigs. Yeah. What have you done for me A couple me of YouTube videos and a podcast. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, only four years? Yeah, I'm a baby queen still. Work, bitch. Yeah. I'm still learning and I'm still growing, but that's kind of the fun. Of, it's kind of, it's fun to rise and grow at the same time. Mm-hmm. It is because it's sort of like a, um, it's like a constant glow up. Yes. yes. And that's that's also really fun because it's much easier to glow up when more people want to work with you and are paying attention and there are more resources and money. It's sort of hard. You know, it's like sometimes you see queens who go on Drag Racer or, or get some like big opportunity and it's like, I've been doing drag for 12 years. And then yeah. after they're sort of on a much larger platform, they begin to glow up and you're like, well, were you not? Why weren't you glowing up for that decade like while you were working? So uh, I think it's- money. Well, I yeah, agree. but also like you can change your your style or your makeup, but yo, no, you're right. It's money. It's money. It's money. It's no, money, stop. and it's the new face. Did you get a new face? No, she didn't need a new face. No, she did. How? I think I know the answer to this. Is it just the you, top lip? No, she got what she I got, got filled out and then she got sucked back in. Isn't that right? Didn't you try to round out your face a little bit? You're a round face. I know <laughs> I have a Listen, I know Did I have you? a round face, but didn't you? So this is what I got. This is how this happens. 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 <laughs> not this. Not this. You're this drunk. A boy, a boy, she's drunk. still drunk. She's still. Um, What's what cosmeceuticals did you get? Okay, so filler, Botox. Yes, I got well Botox, of course, always. I have a pimple there. I see. Um. I got my cheeks filled because I um I I made a mistake. <laughs> uh huh. I don't know if you know this, <laughs> but I <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but um we recently um had a pandemic. Yes. yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and. Uh, <laughs> Maybe I developed a healthy addiction to 7-Eleven taquitos. Okay. They're good. They're fucking amazing. When you bite into it and the sauce just oozes out into your your throat and you just swallow it. And you're like, fuck. Anyway. So the diva diva gained a little bit of weight, which is fine. I don't really give a shit. But what happened was is then I added filler to get my face kind of more sculpted because I was gaining weight in my face. Got it. And then I lost the weight. So now that suck back in is what you're seeing in the gaunt. Oh. So now, so now I, I look like, like Lord oh, Voldemort. I always pronounce it gunt. No, that's House of Gunt. <laughs> I love guns. 
I know you do. Yes, you do. <laughs> All right, so let's 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 uh, let's pivot. Let's, let's pivot. pivot. Let's pivot. Let's circle back. Speaking of speaking of the pandemic, this was a hell of a year. So you yes. went on the first ever season of Canada's Drag Race, which could have been a flop. It totally could have been a flop. I but think, it was not. I think no. the casting. I think the cast is what made it really really sore. Um, I think they did an incredible job casting the group of characters. You yeah, guys were were so great on TV. And oh, there were good. a couple other very random things that I think made that show super successful. One is I think because of the pandemic, everyone was home and watching it. Yes. Two, Two Brooklyn gave Brooklyn a little brought bit of, a lot of people to it. Three. Oh, absolutely. No, but I let me say what I was gonna say. People liked to watch <laughs> Jeffrey Boyer Chapman get yelled at on the internet yes! and they wanted to hear what he had to say. It yes. was it was Jeffrey Boyer Chapman T is like it was very Simon Cowell early seasons of American Idol. Everyone hated Simon Cowell. Right. Yes, absolutely. Right. But everyone was like, oh, that show. I'm excited to see what happens because I know they just announced a whole There's new slate of new, judges. Yeah. And here's the other thing, two. and this is why it's so funny to me, is that like everyone was so mad at this man. And but he gave them great TV. Yeah, he was deliberate. Because here's the other thing is everyone's like, oh, he was so mean. But why the fuck would you want to watch a show where people are being nice to each just other? Just nice. Because everyone Ew. used to complain about Paula Abdul. Because she like never said anything. No. Yeah. She was like me on this podcast, drunk. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But this was, you guys talked about this, I think, um, you in Brooklyn, is that some other big show, possibly Big Brother or something. Uh, Amazing Race. Amazing Race got canceled because of the pandemic. And so Drag Race promo filled all of the billboards that would have been Amazing Race. So you guys had amazing promo all over Canada. So everyone was paying attention to Drag Race. Exactly. Plus then the pandemic, everyone was looking for content. So the BBC put it on their network, you know, Um, a logo put it on in the US. Um, what's logo? What's yeah? What's logo? Is what logo? is logo? Is it logo? Yeah, but what know. is it? You just it? still don't know is what it, it is. Channel? Is it a is website? It a I'm a big star on that channel, so I don't know. But what is it? But is what, it a social can media? You say platform? what it is. But wait, Do you aren't, know? wait, are, but aren't isn't it a channel in the U.S. On what? I don't know. Is it? <laughs> Not the freezy pop. Is that a new one? She's addicted. Is this how you, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> That's huge. Is this how you hydrate, Priyanka? Just freezy vibes. I'm hungover. Yeah, we yeah, can tell. we can tell. <laughs> now I have a question. <laughs> did were did you know Brooklyn personally? Because I know her and Tainomi were like friends before filming. Yeah. Were you like a working girl with her? So <laughs> yeah, I was like, I wasn't her friend. I didn't have her number, but I. I opened for her a bunch of times. Ah. <laughs> this is our fault. She was like, should I put this down? We were like, no, you can eat the freezy pop. And then we find out it's like literally three feet long. I, well, I thought it's a it was freeze be a by the small foot. one. I thought it was going to be a small one. And then I was handed the biggest 13 inch one I could find. Uh-huh. Mm. So now I don't know what to do. Well, keep, Keep on sucking it, I guess. Keep on sucking it. <laughs> keep well, on keeping. But yeah, wait, I, I didn't know. So Brooklyn, when her season was announced, uh, 11, season 11 of, of RuPaul's Drag Race, then she came to Canada, and then she kept saying, like, oh, like, can you brook Priyanka? She, I heard she's a rising star. 
Mm. Ooh, rising so star. So I would open for her a bunch at Woody's, and I um, hosted Drag Ball for Toronto Pride, where she was the headliner. And I opened for her in Windsor and in London, Ontario, and all these places. And we didn't. It's not that we grew close to each other. We just kind of. She knew that I was a hardworking girl, and she was very like. She was like, "Oh, like you're." Because uh, in Toronto, the first year of doing drag, I won two crowns in one year. Oh. Badges, huh? Badges. So it was very that, like, you know, not many people do that. But what Brooklyn, are they? Miss but, what? Miss Cruz and Tango's and then Queen of Halloween. Miss Cruz and Tango. Cruz and Tango is the bathhouse up there? It's, uh, no, that's Steamworks. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's one in every city. Yeah, I love, I love it. Meatball, love did you ever watch Queer as Folk? Yes. Have you been to Toronto, Meeple? No. So that that strip in Queer as Folk with the bar yeah. Woody's and all of that, that's yeah. the strip in Toronto. Ah! That's like the actual strip. Didn't they, cuz they filmed it in Canada, right? Yeah, yes, they did. It Woody's is a real is a, Woody's is a real bar. It's, and it's right so next, fun. It's right next to The Black Eagle, which is why is it called The Black Eagle and not just The Eagle? I don't understand. Mm, franchising? No, I don't know. That's like a leather club, right? That's fun. You've never been there? I went there once. I um got my butthole finger on the on the dance floor. Really? Dry, or did he at least lick it? I don't really remember. I think I was you remember sweating. that song. You gotta lick it before you stick it. Do you lick it before you stick it? Duh. Mm, I like surprise. I like the chase. You thing. like it dry? I like blisters. Uh, well, maybe you. Do you believe that assholes can create lube? No. Do I? Do they? Some well, people. That's what I'm asking you. <laughs> yeah. No, because what's it. actually coming out is your poo water. That's what's lubricating it. Poo water. Would you? Would you? You maybe, know it's poo water. But would you refer to it as mucus or poo no, water? No, pus. Pus pus. Poo. Pua. I have pua. pua. <laughs> I All like right, that so word, pua. Pua. Here's a real question. Yeah. Where do you get your drive from? Because you just mentioned Brooklyn saw you as a hardworking queen. You've only been doing drag for four years. And you are not just doing drag. Obviously, you are a drag queen. But in doing drag, you won local titles. You like to have backup dancers. You're recording music. You're doing all the stuff that we're going to talk about. Where do you get that drive Mm -hmm. from? Where does it come from? To not just go lip sync a song, but to put on a thing, to be on the internet, to be on YouTube, to further your career. I think that the drive comes from being a child of an immigrant parent. Oh okay. Okay. I've 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 looked because I also wondered the same thing. I was like, where the why am I like this? Like how how because it's one thing to have dreams, but it's another thing to go make them come true. You know, like you got to really like put uh-huh. yourself out there. I miss you know so many birthdays and Christmases and Mother's Days and Father's Days just to be at shows and or or be at shoots at my old job or just because you just have to say yes to everything because that's how right. how you rise, yeah. right? And. I, I always, I I wondered the same thing. And I was like, you know, like my mom came to Canada when she was 10 alone. What? Alone. She came and lived with my, her mom's stepsister. Whoa. To then sponsor her family to come over to Canada. 10 years old. What did she do? 
Was she like working? Did she start along working with school? Then? Like in yeah, she started working. Like she went. She obviously was going going to school, and then would right. work whatever job she can get. McDonald's, and she worked at a photography store, and she worked in restaurants, and anything That's she could insane. get, she would do. Yeah, wow. and then. And I guess, and and it's it's uh, yeah, I, that I, that's where the drive comes from. And she was, was very, she was very like, when you walk into a room, doesn't matter what your skin color is, just go get your job. Like you're qualified, right. right? And what was your first job as a kid? My first job was at the Real Canadian Superstore. Okay, Ooh, come on, Canada. And I got fired. Yes. <laughs> was that that drive? Canada. What was what got you fired? <laughs> I talked too much at the cashier. Wow. I was a cashier. You ate a bunch of freezy pops while you were on the job. Literally that. <laughs> Literally that. And my brother worked in the electronics section. Uh-huh. And you're not allowed to like buy things from your siblings. It's like a, a it's a rule that they have uh, to get whatever. Okay. So, but I like was obsessed with like buying DVDs back then. So I bought a DVD from him, but like no discount. Pay pay the full price. And then they fired us, both of us. Damn, that's shady. That sounds shady as hell. Looks like sounds like they were looking for an excuse. It sounds like it, yeah. So, and then wow. after that, and then and then I worked at Canadian Tire in the sports section. I was sharpening people's skates, and these like jock guys would come and it's like, "Hey, I'm looking for a hockey stick." I'm like, "Yeah, well, probably gonna, you gotta just get this one." <laughs> and when did you come out? And you sucked his car. I, I wish. I came out. <laughs> Wait, people, that was so delicate. And then you got those comments. And then you when, yeah, when cat. did you come out? Were you in high school, or you waited till later? I came out. I'm when sure you told I this story was... on Canada's Drag Race, but I actually didn't. <laughs> oh, just be gay. <laughs> yeah, just be gay. Just be gay. Uh, <laughs> uh, I told. Wait, what's the question? Oh, I can't. When out. did you come out? Oh my god! <laughs> One hour of sleep. Ninety minutes of sleep in the last think, week. Is there a commercial break? I think we should take it. We're about. We're, okay, we're about to take it. No, I'm, just I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I, we're gonna go to break on that one. Yeah. Let me. Let me just say something before. Okay. No. Not no. The... I can't believe I gave She's you a just... podcast. Eating more than... <laughs> okay, what's the question? Oh, I can't... When did you come out? <laughs> I came out when I was 23 or 24. Oh, shit. I'm so a late very bloomer. late. Wow. Very late. Wow, Dipper's a my late life, bloomer, too. My life, like, my life, like, fast-tracked the fuck house down moves, yes, God. Right. Because it was like, came out, started a party... Became a drag queen. One on drag race. You... One drag race. One, okay, yeah, squeeze in the winning. What made you want to start do, doing drag then? Because you came out so late where you just like, I got to fill up, to, like, fill in the time. <laughs> yeah, I got to make up for last time. straight to I win. Never, as I never wanted to do drag. Drag queens are terrifying. I hate yes, them. Yes, they're horrible. I hate them all. And they're mean. They call you out in the audience to tell you your dick is small. All these things, they're scary. <laughs> um, but when I started to actually, like, feel more free in myself and more like happy with who I am. I watching drag queens was the escape, right? It's like it's like doing drugs. You're like, wow, this is great. And then it ends and you go home and you cry and you're single and you hate yourself. And then you eat a freezy pop and things turn around. You eat a you eat a freezy pop and things turn around. So it was like I just wanted to 
do the same thing. So I, I hired a drag queen to my birthday party. It was one of those annoying people who's like, come perform at my birthday party. <laughs> and she was like, okay. Now knowing her, it's my drag mom, Ecstasy Love, who I'm very close with. Um, she, I'm shocked she pulled up. Like, I'm shocked she pulled up to my house that day. Um, Cause before she went on, she was like, "Yeah, you should you should start drag. Like, try it. There's a there's a um a competition, a cruise and tangles drag race. Like, go go try it. So each week to week, I competed. Bitch, numbers, Inspector Gadget, Aladdin, Whitney Houston, all of it, and I placed fourth. Oh, and then later you won. I never won Cruise and Tango's Drag Race, but I got Miss Cruise and Tango's. Got it. Got which it, got was it. like the pageant. Got it. Was like, it. Yeah. I got you. I got you. I, I won Miss Cruise and Tango's eight months into drag. Everyone was gagged. Wow. Wait, who was who is your drag mother? Because I didn't. Ecstasy I I Love. Ecstasy okay. Love. All right, let's take a break. Let's take a break so I can figure out why my internet is skipping. <laughs> better is easy with factors delicious ready to eat meals every fresh never frozen meal is chef crafted dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes you'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week including calorie smart protein plus and keto also there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long when my fridge is stocked with factor meals i'm like Oh, baby, I don't have to think about this. Mm-hmm. Like, it is so nice. The combinations are so good. I am a meat eater, but the vegetable options, there are so many. Like, I remember I had like a, it was like a mushroom with pasta and like a cauliflower rice. And I was like, the mushroom is filling. Like, there's plenty of uh, portion, there's plenty of vegetable, and there's plenty of flavor. And I am usually sort of not a microwave person. Mm-hmm. Very cool that this quality of food can just be heated up in the microwave. And so fast. I also love it because I am a, a very much into ordering delivery. I and know. now having all the food there, I can kind of ma- pick what I want and it's ready in two minutes. I don't have to wait an hour for stuff to get delivered. And these are way healthier options than ordering delivery. Completely. And when they have multiple things in them, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, if I cook for myself, all I'm going to eat is the biggest bowl of pasta you've ever seen in your life. But this oh, is yeah. like, you get a little pasta and the chicken and a vegetable all in one dish. Looking for gourmet meals try meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon shrimp truffle butter broccolini and asparagus and factor meals eliminate the hassle of prepping cooking or cleaning up all you got to do is heat up and savor the good stuff customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need pause to reschedule deliveries that suit your lifestyle and we're celebrating earth day all month long with factor look out for the earth month eats badge on the menu items for their lowest carbon footprint meals head to factormeals.com slash sloppy seconds 50 and use code sloppy seconds 50 to get 50 percent off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code sloppy seconds 50 at factormeals.com slash sloppy seconds 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. That's a sleigh, baby. Um, is that a big thing in Canada, hiring drag queens for birthday parties? Because I know a straight 
cis woman who had a drag queen named Sophonda Cox at her birthday party, but didn't ask her to perform or do anything. She was just like a walking prop. Uh, no. Do you guys um, remember the episode of AJ and the Queen? It's literally with, that. With Jane Krasinski. What's her name? Jane this Krakowski. is the second time I'm talking about AJ and the Queen today. I loved that show. Today? What have you been up to? Mind your business. Oh. And- <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh. No, because I had another interview and they asked me what is my queer, best queer TV show. I said Sailor Moon and then I switched it to AJ and the Queen. Oh, Because yeah. I actually loved it. I loved that it was like 90s and like it was like nostalgia and I loved it. It wasn't 90s, AJ and the Queen. No, I, I know. I love that it felt like it was not. I felt like it was 90s. Like, it, it, did very... feel like, it did feel like it came from 1995. Like it feels like it was written back then, and your it was face just... when I said '90s was the funniest thing ever. You were oh, like, yeah, what? He... What the like, fuck? The he whole plot point for was AJ, like cell phone. Queen. <laughs> oh like yeah, the texting, whole thing was like texting, GPS. Like they were. It was not the '90s. I know what it. It did feel like an episode of um, what was that? Step Brady by but... step. Hey, day, day by day. It definitely felt like a sitcom. Um, okay, so let's get into some of your drag accomplishments because um, you have a lot. Uh, you yes. are on the fucking cover wow. of L Canada. Canada. This is not the cover of Odyssey magazine. This is not the cover <laughs> of like, you know, Gay Toronto stop. Live. This is L Canada. I... How in the hell do you feel? Um, <laughs> Asleep. It's... <laughs> a dream? It's fucking... It's... Uh, it's shocking. Like, I'm shocked. Like, when I walked into the drugstore here uh, in, what's it called, where I live, Toronto, and I saw it there, and I was just staring off into the distance, and I was like... The coolest thing about this cover is that it says nothing about pride, nothing about being a drag queen. I'm just existing as a fucking entertainer on yes. this cover yeah. of a fashion magazine. Yes. And not only was is the cover so perfect, but like the experience was also just as perfect. Like they were very candid with me and saying like when I got there, I obviously like, you know me, I love to talk. And I was like, you know, like, so, like, how, what was the process of all this? Like, why did, like, why, why how did you land on me for this? Because I, I was, I am the first drag entertainer to be on the front facing and all this shit. And I was like, why, like, how, why, like, you're risking, like, you're, there's a risk here. Yeah. And right. this, this cover also is the cover that's on stands for two months, not just one. Ooh. Yeah. So it's like, there's summer editions. It's all summer long. It's like, Why? And they were like, well, we just, we knew it was time and we're nervous. We're fucking, this is before I got makeup and before I, I, I got, I got into like. You showed up Boyanka, they were like, we're they're nervous. They're like, we're nervous. <laughs> we're very nervous so, about what's happening here in front We're, we're, we're going to pivot. Um, <laughs> um, and I said, and I, and I, and I, I thrive on that. Like I, I've been told no so many times in my right. career and in my life that I'm like, well, then we're going to turn this worry into, like, I, I, an iconic spread. And then yes. 
the minute I got into like my, my boy hair was out that corset, I'm kind of hugging my, 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 myself like that look. Everyone was like, oh, we're fine. That, yeah, that setup that is so serves. gorgeous. It is. It's a it, serve because it's also like it's so just, many looks, so many looks all in one day. But the, the coolest thing about like the coolest thing about my drag specifically is that like people lo- love me in and out of drag because of my confessionals yeah. on Drag Race and because right. in drag I'm a powerhouse performer. So you get both, and, right. and you're and you're so humble. And the, and, and I, I, the reason why I like that photo in particular is it, it truly is like everything all encompassed in what right mm-hmm. and so, the cigarette smoke it was well Conti. it was Kantisha and then they yeah. mailed you a bunch of them right <laughs> well and they were the right ones correct imagine this <laughs> <laughs> cover of Al so excited. <laughs> Open the thing. It's not even me on the fucking cover. It's Rita Vega because she's she's in the Quebec. Like they only have one in the province of Quebec, and she's on the cover for that one. They sent you. Your they, sister? They, they sent, sent me like the wrong ten one. of they those, didn't they? <laughs> they sent me more of hers than they did of actually mine. <laughs> and did they send her yours? No. <laughs> Well, you know who has seen these photos? Obviously, all of your fans, so many admirers, but also another famous Priyanka. Oh, my fucking God. Oh, yes. I, you know, this is why this, like, it's obviously, like, such a big deal. Priyanka Chopra. Chopra. Um, (laughs) Of the Jonas Brothers. Of of (laughs) her own fucking fame, who also slayed by marrying a hot young piece. Yeah. Good for her. It's wild to me because of, of, the, Jonas of the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> yeah, she's the fourth. <laughs> she's the she plays she's the fourth one. and she's yeah. a model. <laughs> I love her so much. It's honestly like it's just it's just iconic mania because like these last couple months have been like met, 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 met. these last couple months have been like mentally kind of fucked up because like. You know, with my music coming out and with all these videos coming out, all these projects, like the stakes only get higher. Right. Yeah. So it's like, it's a little nerve wracking because like you've taken, you put all your time and your effort and your money into these things and you want them to pop off and you want people to know and you want, you know, they're going to, they're filming season two of Canada's Drag Race. Like it's, everything's going to change. Right. right. Being, being opposed to Drag Race Girl is not easy. Yeah. Like even as the winner... Of a season, it's still like your numbers drop, your likes drop, your engagement drop, and that's all we have now. We can't go to a live show and, and see everyone and tell, and they could, you know, like you don't get. I did last night, but last night was the first time in like a year. Yeah. So um, when this magazine cover comes out and everyone is gagged, like for everyone, it was like they're buying it, putting their coffee tables, and they can't believe it. And this is amazing. They're so proud of me. And then to have Priyanka Chopra be like, "You're stunning." Like, you're amazing. I'm like, yeah. this This is, like, the result of, like, hard work. And as I talked about yeah. before, it's, like, those missed Christmases and the missed Mother's Day and all that shit. Like, this payoff is, like, are you joking? It's so cool. That's so uh, cool. Wait, so, so what about cool. your family's reaction to it? Because that's, they, like, a mainstream thing. Even yeah. though a television show is a mainstream thing, it's a television show about drag. Yes. And, you know, making YouTube videos, 
YouTube is a mainstream platform, but you're doing drag. You know, it's like this is literally, and like you said, it's on the cover for two, or it's on the stands for two months. It's not drag queen, drag queen. It's a fashion magazine. It's not the pride issue. It's just is. How does your family feel? My they're my they they're all sucking it. dick about it. They're all sucking all kinds of dick about it. They're so excited. I went on a on <laughs> a fish a fishing trip, a fishing trip uh, last Saturday, whatever I was, and. Everyone was like, oh, my God. Where, in Saskatoon? In Sa- yeah, in Saskatoons. <laughs> um, and everyone was like, we bought your cover. Like, we can't believe Everyone is just, like, like so proud because, like, we're all we're all, we're all, all in, in it together. We're all like, yeah, we all can't believe this is happening. This is amazing. Yeah. I love that. That's so fucking cool. Well, um, well let's take yeah, a quick ahead, break. Meepo. Well, no, no, no break, no break. Let's talk about your music. So you do have the voice of an angel and you have it. Every time you put that thing in your mouth, it gets a little sexual. Okay. (laughs) You've been doing a bunch of song covers on your YouTube to get your audience ready for your new music, Uh which Uh you also just released cake with a wonderful music video where you kill all of your uh, drag race friends. You want a piece of this K? What inspired you to kill Boa? Ooh, oh my God, it's so late. It's been a hot minute, want to see that face. Oh my God, I look great. Spending oh, so all my auto- time uh-huh. and you're making me wait. Somebody better call the feds. Cause I'll be turning heads. I'm about to cause a scene now. Step aside, bow down for the queen. Nah, that's so iconic. It is. I remember and when I you write all first your wrote lyrics. I really thought my lyrics were amazing too. I they still are. Feeling they still are. <laughs> Just um, your lyrics are iconic. No, let's talk about Kate. No, let's talk, talk about, about Kate. Why did you want to kill Boa? I killed Boa because we stand she's Boa in this house. We do stand. Boa. I love Boa. Boa is the most underrated drag artist probably ever. <laughs> She turns looks. She really do. She turns so many looks, and she's so funny. Yeah. Um, we the, need to an issue an on-air formal apology to Boa because we interviewed her on the show and then never put it out because we were trying to... We were trying to do an all-plastic surgery episode, so we were trying... I was trying to get Dahlia Sin to do it, but she was so evasive. She was in... Impo- okay, sorry, Boa. We will have you on Yeah, we'll real. have you on properly. But also, we, can like, someone tell Dahlia this- Sin to fucking answer her inboxes or quit being evasive? <laughs> Does Dolly have a lot of work done? BBL. Yeah, she had a BBL. And so I kept on asking her to come on. She was like, I'll do it when it's healed. I want to be able to show the body. When I do the final photo shoot for my body, I'll do it. Okay, um, give me another month. Ooh, give me some more time. Ooh, I need three months for it to fully heal. Listen, uh, she looks great. And <laughs> that's the end of that. Okay, we love Boa. She's in your music video. Your song Cake is the lead single off of your EP Taste Test, which is available for pre-save everywhere. Yaha. Comes out July 16th, and the next video comes out next week as well, called Bitch, I'm Busy. Wait. Bitch, I'm Busy is Bitch, a I'm busy. Wait, when I first saw the album with, like, the song tracks listed, I thought it was a, a sentence. And I was like, <laughs> I don't know this drag lingo. Where is it? It's very funny if you read it like that. Bitch, I'm busy. Afterglow, Afterglow is also a sexual song. Isn't it good? In and out, in, out 
in and out. I listened to the EP last night because Robbie sent it over earlier. Yeah, we got Yay. it early. So you got to, so you both listened to it? Yeah. Okay, so favorite songs, favorite songs. Bitch, I'm busy. Bitch, That's I'm busy. my favorite song. That's the absolute. Bitch, but also, I like, I like the cake one, too. One night trying to take me down when I call you not around. That's like a very good like walking song. Yeah, it's very like Bitch I'm Busy is nasty. It's a nasty track. Is Bitch I'm Busy in a a little bit of an homage to Busy Drag Queen, a Canadian legend? Uh, No. Wow. Okay. But you know who I'm talking about, right? No. Oh yes, I do. Wait, isn't that um that's um uh uh Rainbow? Rainbow Busy Drag Queen. Queen. Wait, no, I know that drag queen. Rainbow, what the fuck is her name? Oh, she's Rain. the one that's just like running all over town Bitch, in that video. I'm, I'm busy. busy! And it's yeah. in Canada. Oh my god, what's her fucking rainbow something? Oh, this is it. This is why. This hey, is why. Well, bitch, I'm busy. Come through after glow snatch. Doesn't that just sound? Doesn't that just sound like us? An amalgamation of like all the. Well, like cake is her name. Cake. Bitch, I'm busy. Come, busy, come, come through, through after glow snatch. I love that you know I was like, I don't understand, and then I was like, oh, it's her album. Oh, it makes sense. That's so fucking funny. <laughs> no, Bitch I'm Busy is the boppiest bop of bops. Also, if you listen closely to the lyrics, the pre-chorus changes every single time, and it tells a story. Oh, she's a lyricist. Well, you turn the lights down low. It's time to start the show, and then you kiss me slow from head to toe. And then uh-huh. you turn the lights down low. Pour me one, let's go. And then you kiss me slow from head to toe. And then... You turn the lights down low. It's time to end the show. This is the last hello. I have to let you go. Say goodbye. You know when you're you're on the dance floor and you're making that with somebody, you think you're in love with them? Yeah, all the time. And then you kind of come to and you're like, never mind. I'm just just joking. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. It's very that. You're like, I'm a busy bitch. And the video is nasty. Oh, I can't wait. Your videos, you really have teamed up with an amazing... Money into those videos, like uh-huh. for the I Kate sat video. In meetings being told no from about January to March to land my money for these videos. Oh, you're not paying for them, you're getting them all Mm-mm. sponsored. That yeah. is fucking that's it. fierce. Yeah, because you're literally said, getting people to pay for your own promo, which is incredible. Yeah, and also, like, because we're over budget on all of them, and a lot, so like, uh, there is, yeah, how much is there, it to rent a castle? <laughs> that castle cost me five thousand dollars. To rent for the day. Oh my god! That was one day. <laughs> oh my god! For oh, and we shot the video in one day. Like it was, it was. You were in like it, four or five different costumes. I know. Do you see like how different hard hair. she works? I don't She's barely awake. It. I don't She's understand that. You are a workhorse. Good for you, Diva. Yeah, I'm I'm a workhorse. And bitch, I'm busy. This album is just so great because also people think drag queen music is awful, and it's not. I'm trying to like, I'm trying to like really just like bitch, I'm busy can exist. I could perform that at the VMAs, and it's a pop song. Do you know what I mean? Like that song can chart. Like that that is what 
I want to show. And it's like, and being on the cover of Elle and, and doing all this shit, it's like, we are mainstream. I will be opening for a mainstream artist one, one day and then I'll be the headliner and I, that's just normal. It's no, and it's, then it's I'll like, come it's out like the and we'll do I love your attitude. You're just it's like, like the, these things know. will happen and yeah, they do happen to. and they will. Yeah. Well, it's like, it's like the just be gay thing. Like I didn't actually realize that that was going to be a big tagline for, for, for me. I just remember sobbing that whole time during that mm. moment. But when it went like pretty viral, I was like, this makes sense though, because it's my mantra. Like, it's like, just do it then. Like, like, it's like the night, like, like, just, just go. You want to be a pop star? Go be a pop star. You yeah. know? What I love, what I love about that attitude is I feel like, um, people have conversation all the time. Obviously everyone talks about drag race. Everyone talks about the formula, Sasha mm-hmm. Bell, you want to crack the code, whatever. And for some people, it's being an elevated version of yourself. For some people, it's being a calculated version of yourself. For you, the formula was being authentically yourself. And that's what I think makes everything you do so intriguing is because there is no, there's nothing fake about it. You are being yourself in everything you do and it, it really shines through. So I want to do a song with you, Priyanka. Yeah, what's it going to be called? It's going to be disgusting, whatever it is. It's going to be incredibly raunchy. And it's going to be the full pendulum swing from when you used to host kids TV. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I do have one final question before our break, which is you, I, in my first ever music video, I, um, and Meatball likes to bring this up a lot. I used an accent that was not my accent to use. Here in the forest. And when you were on television and you played Miss Cleo, you (laughs) also used an accent that is (laughs) maybe yours to use, maybe not yours to use. (laughs) That's the one. So I wanted to talk to you about this. Have you ever, have you had any blowback from that? Um, um, I had more blowback from uh, when I did the other improv challenge with the pageant. Do you remember, I don't know if you remember, but we did like this yes. pageant challenge. Were you were pregnant. I was a pregnant smoking teenager. Um, I put on this like New Yorky weird. You had more blowback from that. I oh, there was this one guy who was like Priyanka continues to appropriate black culture, and Priyanka is is. Black, it was just, it was, it was awful. Cause I was like, this is so confusing. Cause being on Drag Race also, people were like, oh, your name's Priyanka, but how brown are you really? Huh? What? All of it. I got all of it. Or like, or even like, I talked to Nicole Byer about, about this on, on her podcast. I, Cause she was like, I think it was a Miss Cleo episode. She said something to like, you know, like, why is she doing like a West Indian character? Like, and I was like, what are you talking about? Like, I am West Indian. Like, you didn't even watch the episodes, you bitch. Like, what's wrong yeah. with you? <laughs> right. And you know me, I had to call the bitch out on her own podcast. But it was, it's fine. She's, she's since sent me wig caps and we're not, and she's incredible. She um, loves to buy gifts. <laughs> she loves She loves. Because that, that's what I think is interesting. Like, like to bring it up, yeah, I, you course. know, I, of course, you know, have no place doing that accent. And that was like, what a was dumb- that accent? I did like a fake Jamaican accent on my first ever song. Okay, okay, okay. And it was because the beat had like steel drums in it. And it was like, oh, this vibe that we were going for. And it was 2008 and I was dumb and stupid and ignorant. And I was like, this will be fun. Let's do Mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm, And, mm -hmm. you know, that's also the kind of thing when you do something and you look around the room and no one else is like 
like only one person called it into question. It was after we made the whole video and it was on the internet and they were like, you're going to get a lot of blowback for this. And I was like, whatever do you mean? Like fully ignorant, fully narcissistic, no idea. And then that, that conversation of ignorance is even fueled more by someone being like, well, you can't do that. And you're like, what are you talking about? I'm West Indian. Yeah. Or, it's very, yeah. or like just because you're a brown person and then you're playing a pregnant teenager, someone puts their own bullshit on mm-hmm. it and says, that's appropriate in black culture. You're like, literally, there was no mention of anything about black culture. Yeah. You put that onto my character. Yeah, that was exactly. You. Yeah. And it, it, it also like frustrated me even more because I was like, and I was also bad in the challenge, and I was also in the bottom now, and I also almost got sent home. So, like, what more? Like, you want me to, like, what do you, what, what? Like, what? Oh, well, they want to pile on, Diva. Yeah, and, that, and so that, that that was the weirdest thing, when, when when people would have their little, like, they're just always looking for something. So they're always looking for something. So I think, like, knowing, like, I'm West Indian. Like, my parents are from Guyana. Like, they talk in a West Indian accent. You know, it's 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 what we do. So the Miss Cleo thing is actually fine. Um, the other character... Aside I, from the bad comedy. I think that... <laughs> um, when I say that she drank bleach to clean out her insides because she's so dutty, like, how is that not funny? <laughs> like, how is, that, how is that not funny? Well, I think because no one laughed. Yeah. I, I was laughing. Right. Well, so that yeah. makes it funny. To yeah, to yeah. So, so, so I, I guess so. Maybe we should take a break. So you also have a, a <laughs> podcast here on the Mom Network called Famous This Week, which you host with Brooklyn Heights. Yeah, you talk about pop culture. It's been very fun to listen to. I love it's chaos. It's chaos. Oh, it's pure so chaos. I love, when, it's... I love when we get into our groove. Like the beginning, we're like da 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 da, and then all of a sudden we break out of it, and it's money. Yeah, yes. you guys are so it's good. It's fun when you disarm Brooklyn Heights because she is such like a, a reserved person sometimes that you like you have a way of like getting her to act a little kooky, which is so fun. Yeah, our chemistry is really really cool because it's just that she is like my big sister in a way, mm-hmm. but she also wants. She's like, oh, no, you know what she is? She's like the Amy Poehler and Mean Girls. Like she just wants to fit in. You're so rude. I know, right? She, yeah, it's like this love-hate thing that we have for each other, but it's so fun. I love that. Yeah, I was so happy when you guys wanted to do a show together, and I'm so happy that it's that we're we're network sissy. Yeah, we are. It's time we talk about Britney Spears so much. Well, yeah, because free Britney. But you're Funny. also co-hosting the official Drag Race Recap podcast with Alex How is that going? It's so good. I'm having a lot of fun, and uh, we've been having special guests every single week, and that that's been fun to to talk to. I think today I, we're talking to Silky and Jiggly. Oh, oh. Silk with the good milk. I love Silk. Tell Me Silk, too. Tell, yeah, tell Silk you had fun with us because we've been yeah, trying to get tell- her on our show for like a year. Really? Yeah, Priyanka, can you do some booking for us? Yeah, yeah. Can, you, can you slide in and be like, listen, Meatball has said some stuff about you that may seem mean, but it's because oh, yeah. she likes you. I'm dead. I love And you. ask her if she has an Android. 
All right. Uh, I think we're gonna take a break and yeah. come back. I just want to know how the I'm taking a bite from my my freezy quality of all of her Instagram posts. All right. So we are back, and we have our we're final back. segment. Which is called... What's it called? Fuck, fuck talk. talk. Fuck talk. You're gonna fuck my talking hole? Yeah. Yeah, so, that's it. So, Meatball, let us know what the um, the assignment is for this. Um, so, fuck talk is this uh, a moment in the podcast where we tell a fun or uncomfortable or strange or weird sexual experience that we've had in the past. Uh, usually, my stories are about how I have sex with someone and regret it and leave. Dippers are normally about sucking an old man's penis or fisting someone in a uh, a, hidey, a hiding hole. I don't know. Wait, you're into fisting? Dipper? Yeah. What's it loves like? to fist. Oh, it's very, it's very fun. I just had a wild experience this past weekend. Tell me. Uh, well, they listened to the podcast and they called me Dipper the entire time. Good. And they, you don't want them calling like, you while Dan they were, while they were moaning, like "Oh, Dipper." Or when we were done, the guy was like, "Oh my god!" Like the amount of guys that would just love to know that they got like fucked and fisted by Big Dipper, and I was like, "Because I am go. very gotta much blast. like." I was like, "I gotta go!" Like it's very. Do you much like, like that though, or does it make no. you feel? Does it make you feel like you're like? Does it make you feel like you're a fetish for someone? It makes me feel like I'm at work. Like it makes me feel like there are all of these expectations to like uh, perform. Well, you were doing a job. You should I be at work. Him. Yes. Well, I I got some of my hand in there. I played with a lot of toys and I fucked him. Um, ah! But he's. <laughs> but I'm <laughs> obsessed with this. But he was. He's working up to getting a hand inside of him. Have you been fisted before? No, I very, very nothing, little. Can nothing get goes back there. Beyond a tongue can really make its way inside my butt. Do I you like getting your butthole licked? I do. I do enjoy getting rimmed, but beyond that, it's sort of challenging. I, I want to grow into bottoming, and I've talked about. I say this every fucking time we talk about sex on this podcast. But you don't do anything to grow. You don't. I stick just anything don't feel the there. urge. I feel like I don't know. I. I I have a toy in the shower that I, you know, put up my butt every once in a while. If I have like a leisurely moment in the shower, I I aspire to be able to be bent over and fucked whenever possible. But I just mm. I don't mm. have that feeling. Like Meatball, I know you wake up every day and you're like, I could take a dick. Well, if Meatball, I'm not are you a good bottom? I'm a pretty good bottom. Wow, I'd say, but then uh, then like maybe especially like- good when she hits her vibrato while she's. <laughs> Um, but it feels it after about like ten to fifteen minutes of like pounding. I'm like, okay, we're done. Do you like to look down and, and like if you're on all fours and look down and see your tits and your belly like bouncing and jiggling? No, fucked me. I usually am <laughs> on my back, or no, I'm on all fours on like the edge of the bed, or I'm like sitting on it on top. Oh, mm. she she likes to ride it. I got to yes. How about That's you, Priyanka? What I do. Priyanka, what are your positions? Um, <laughs> do you I switch like in your positions for you? Switching for my positions position for, you? for you. I like to get fucked everywhere. Oh, publicly? 
I do like risky. It's weird. Like, I think I like the idea of, like, risky public sex. But then when I'm in the moment, I'm the one that's always like, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> right. You want to, like, grab the security guard's dick behind his desk, but then immediately walk away. Once yeah. you know you Once you know you could do it, you're like, well, I'm not going to yeah, get through Yeah, I'm not it. actually going to do this. Yeah, but, I love like, myself. LOL, like, joke's on you. <laughs> got, got joke's you. on you. Got you hard. LOL, like, my grinder profile said public play, but joke, it was a trick. Prank. <laughs> Public um, play, but let's get a hotel room. Very that. Um, I like, um, okay, positions, positions, positions. Doggy style is not my favorite. Because you just it can't makes. can't get into character. I can't, yeah, I'm not really feeling that role. Um, <laughs> um, I like being on my back because I like when he's all sweaty on top of me and he's just putting himself inside of me and I could feel his demons. Wow. We dark. call those cummies, but That's sure. cummies. And uh, I like riding, too. That's fun. I like a nice hot cummy. <laughs> cummy. Wait, I have a question. You came out 22, 23. Were you dating and having sex with women prior to that? Or were yeah. you just... Cur- yeah, I, I had... How a was your performance? That was or were you top- getting pegged? Were you getting that was pegged? My, I wish. Uh, no, my I I loved I loved it. I loved having sex with girls because I thought that that's what I had to do, <laughs> and it was fine. Like it was fun. It was like it was it. I didn't. I never wanted to really like kiss them, mm. but it, I didn't mind putting it in the. It made it more of like because I like having sex, so like right. sex it was fun. And once you're like, yeah, like a you're- kiss is too intimate. When you're yeah, when yeah. I get young, the dick in there. a strong breeze will get you up. So it's just sort of like, sex is going to feel good. A strong breeze still gets me up. Uh, yes. What about when you're tucked? Do you Love ever get hard when you're be- tucked? No, that's hard. Uh, no, not, not, not typically. But there's been some moments where, like, you know, it starts to rise and you just pushes against your thing and then kind of you forget about it. It goes back in. It's like a swing. Yeah. Okay, but I have my I have my weird sex story. Like you didn't oh, even okay. ask Go me. Oh, oh my god, you talk too much. So uh, <laughs> Yeah, suck on a freezy different. Yeah, well you were silent, a half asleep, and sucked on a freezy for the first ten minutes of the show. So Go for it. Um so what before I came out, I went on Grinder and Ooh. um as oh, you do, right? Like blank like blank blank profile or whatever. Yes, um I met this guy and he came to my door and I opened the door and he was beautiful. His name was Dan. He was Australian. Um, mm. And we didn't even end up hooking up. We just like talked, you know, the, you know, that kind of shit. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so I had never bottomed ever before and he like really wanted to like stick it in me. And I was like, okay, sure. But like you're supposed to warm up the oven before you put the turkey in, bitch. Oh, oh no. And he just kind of like jam up, jam up, like jam up, jam up. And then I, 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 so I'm reliving this experience right now. And cried. You cried. I woke up from the bed. I got up from the bed. I was like, ow, 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 ow. And he was like, just relax. I didn't wake up. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, I wasn't sleeping. Don't worry. It was, it was good. Oh, no. Okay. Jesus and, Christ. and I woke up. Sorry, I keep saying that shit. <laughs> I got, I got up, and I was like, "Oh my god, oh my god!" And he's like, "No, no, just relax, just relax." And I was like, "I just, I need to go drink water because it was such a sharp pain." Yeah. Right? I then fainted. I blacked out, and my, my, I went. I fell face first into the 
tiles on the bathroom floor. My nose was swollen. My I had a goose egg. Wait, that, were you just lightheaded from getting up so fast, or it was because of the pain? Because it was because of the dick. pain. He jammed Must the have dick. Been all of it jammed together. The dick, got him no fast, lube. No lube. Ran oh, to the washroom. Damn. It must have been the, his first time too. I don't know. So something was up. Was your butt duty free at that point? Had you cleaned it out? My butt. Yeah, my my butt. My butt was having a good time. Wow. So what happened? Did he was he like your nurse? And helped you? So he got weird. He was like, oh, that was weird. And I was like, yeah, I don't know. I'm so sorry that happened. He was like, okay. And he's like, maybe we'll just cut, cuddle. And I was like, okay. And then I, and then I fucked him. Yeah! With, with, with all the face injury? Yeah, man. I do it all. Yeah, man. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, I, have a, I have a quick one, and then we'll end. And I want to get your opinion on this. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> glad you sent me that Ahura video, Meatball. Just the, the, the work. look. The, the look, look was a lot. The look was everything. I love yeah. a horror's face. And the Me more stuff she too. gets done to it, the more I'm like, beautiful, glamorous, gorgeous. She's going to be I that character never. she played in the one skit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You remember that? Okay. Yeah. Wait, uh, did she change her? I'm going to go to her Instagram right now. A gentleman. Go to it. She just posted something and she looks incredible. A gentleman who I spoke to on a fisting forum. Okay. We've chatted multiple times about fisting, and at a cert- for a certain demographic of people, I am uh, a commodity because of the size of my fist and forearm. Can I see your? Can I see? Please? Yeah, I mean, it's just it's, it, just it's proportional to my body, but it's like I think this is forearm. fourteen or fifteen inches around here. Um, He's showing the palm of his hand like, when in a fisting position is 14 inches around. Here, like, try to... Everyone, let's do it together. Hold out your hand and see how how you can collapse it. Yeah. Like, try to get your thumb. And then, like, that is going to be the widest point, like, at your knuckles. Yeah. And so that, for me... Yes, Meepo, you have a measuring tape. I'm going to measure. And so... I think mine talking. is somewhere this like 13 to 14. Oh, wow. Mine's only 10. Right. Yeah, mine's, mine's definitely smaller. And yeah, so and then also, if, if you see that, and then if you go like that, it's much bigger. Like that's like 16 or 17 inches when I make an actual fist. So for certain people who are really looking for that, I am a match. And mm-hmm. so this guy was like, I can handle it. I'm like, let's do it. Blah, 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 blah. And so he texted me on Saturday. He was like, what are you doing? And I was like, I'll be done working in like an hour. And then I can come see you. He's in West Hollywood. So I was like, it's going to be like an hour, an hour 45 or maybe even two hours. And he was like, that's perfect timing. I was like, great. I texted him when I was on the way. He was like, sounds good. Like he's being really responsive. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. get there. I text him. I said, hey, any tips on parking? All your streets are permit parking. I was like, Oh, he's, he said, um, I have a parking pass. I was like, fantastic. So he was like, just park in front. So I parked in front. I buzzed. He was like, hello. And I was like, hey, it's me. He was like, come on up. This is my apartment number. I get there. I knock on the door. No response. <gasps> knock on the door again. No response. And then I hear like some like, yeah, yeah, totally. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. And then he opens the door. So I assumed he was on the phone. And he goes, hey, sorry about that. Uh, here's the parking pass. And I was like, okay, cool. I'll be right back. And he was like, okay, great. Um, and I heard him sort of say something and the door was closing, which I later was, realized what it was. But he sort of started saying something. And I was like, oh, well, he'll tell me that when I come back upstairs. So I go put the parking pass. 
And then I buzz uh-huh. back in because it's a secure building. So it's just like a lot of up and down. So yeah. I buzz back in. Uh-huh. I go back up. I knock on the door. Nothing. I knock on the door. Nothing. I call his phone. Nothing. And I'm hearing sound coming from inside. I'm like, what? So I open the door and the door is open. And I hear him go like, hey, oh, I'm back in the bedroom. And I was like, okay. And so I close the door and I walk in and I see someone out on the balcony who is not him. But the door is closed because he's smoking a cigarette. So he couldn't hear me knocking. And he's looking at his phone. This guy's fully dressed in a pair of jeans, just sitting there smoking a cigarette. And he doesn't see me. And I was like, okay. So I walk further into the bedroom and I get to the bedroom. And the guy that I've been talking to is in a sling with a fully nude guy over him playing with his butt. And I was like, oh. And he gets up and he was like, oh, hey, this is my friend. And he starts to like introduce us. And I was like, you know, Wait, that's he, was like, weird. he was like, they're going to be leaving soon. And I was like, okay. And so I said, you know what? I'm going to go. And he was like, wait, no, they're they're leaving soon. And I was like, yeah, but you didn't tell me any of this. You didn't say there were people here. You didn't say, would I be into a group? You didn't say anything. And we've been texting. I've been driving. I fucking drove 45 minutes to West Hollywood. Like this whole thing. I was like very pissed off. And he was like, I'm sorry. I was like, yeah, you should have just said something. I don't understand why you didn't say something. And he was like, I was like, I'm going to go bring you the parking pass. So then I had to go back I would have kept it. I, I know you. You would have left it, but I am a good guy. And so I went and I brought the parking pass back and I hung it on his door and he texted me and he was like, I'm sorry. And I was like, yeah, that was a bummer because here's the thing, especially with fisting. This happens a lot with guys who are into fisting. It it becomes a group and it's not a big issue. It becomes a group because think about the amount of work you have to do to prepare yourself for that experience. People like to marathon it a little bit. They like to do like an afternoon of fisting and then have like a reward meal at the end. Right. And so it's often, I have been involved where people go like, okay, we're going to have five guys and like three of them are bottoms and two of them are strictly fisting tops. And like, we're going to sort of be at the house and they've got like cleansing stations and two slings. because people really get into it because it's different from like sucking a dick and like it is more labor intensive and people get tired from the fisting and their butts get tired from receiving the hand cramps i mean you gotta account for all of it totally understand the idea of wanting a group of people and the fucking naked guy who was standing over him was fucking gorgeous why didn't you just stay then because it was creepy there was a vibe. There was like a meth vibe in the oh, air. Oh, right, 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 right. It just was like a little like the guy out on the balcony, and then when the naked guy turned around, he looked at me. His look was like, like he just looked fucked up. He was so hot though, and um, so I have a question. I have a question. I have a question. Yeah. I have a question. Yeah. So you say there's a meth vibe in the air now. Typically at these parties, is there drugs involved? No, if you I mean, knew if you knew you were walking into this setting, would you I expect communicate there to be drugs? To people, I communicate to people ahead of time that I'm sober, and like I don't, I like, like I don't do poppers because I don't d- d- like do anything with my butt. So like I'm totally fine with people who do poppers. Like we love we love double Scorpio poppers. Like that's our <laughs> friend's company. So um, like I I mean like that doesn't bother me. Smoking pot doesn't bother me. But anything harder than that, I have an issue being around personally. 
Okay. Oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. That makes sense. And so makes sense. a lot of, I'll, I'll tell you this, there's like, it's, it's both sides in the like fisting community. There are people who are like weird and, and sketchy and bad communicators and druggy and like whatever. And then there are people who are like, it is such a spiritual experience for them because it is so, um, like wild as yeah. like a body experience. Mm-hmm. Like people go into like crazy euphoria, have anal orgasms. Like it is wow. like a whole other rabbit's hole, pun intended, to go down. I'm dead. And so, so a lot of the guys that I've met are really tapped in, really spiritual. They do it stone cold sober. It's about planning. It's about uh, connection. Like it's really, it's a really fascinating. Scenario. So okay. I left and I was fucking pissed off because I drove to West Hollywood like on a Sunday afternoon mm-hmm. or a Saturday afternoon. So had he said, hey, by the way, I'm just finishing up getting fucked. We're on meth. You would have. You I would have said, said I'm good. I'm OK. I'm going to head over to Priyanka's and we're going <laughs> to. She's going to sit on my 13 inch fist. <laughs> And yeah, I do it sober. No, okay. because but what I will say is, had he said, "Hey, I have some friends who want to come over first, and like I'm really feeling like having a marathon day," I would like, have said, "Just be open, so you know." What you're I would have said, into. "Like, sure, if you want to show them my photo and share their photo with me, I can come there early. We can like tag team with you, or I can wait until they leave." It was just the like walking into a room and like where the you not didn't... answering the door and being kind yes. of shady. Like, I was like, "This is fucked You have up. to be better at communicating. Yeah. yeah, I really need to let everyone know that I'm on meth. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that, we've That's made it to the story, end of the show. That, it was that, good. You telling was... that story, I was on the edge of my seat the whole time. I could tell. Because there's, there's, like, there's nothing like those like those hookups are something that like as... I, I don't want to just like single out gay guys, but like in my experience, oh, yeah. anybody, oh, yeah. who uses, anybody who uses those like hookup type apps, like... That anxiety of like leaving your place to go to a hookup to then arrive. There's so many variables. Like there's, yeah. like you the never know what thing, you're like walking the parking into. Thing or like the person might not look like their photos, or or it could be someone you know, or it could be a serial killer, or right. you you could show up and and or anything. I, there's so many different variables. So hearing you tell that story is like is PTSD for me. Cause like you just, Oh, we that, all that, have that experience. Oh yeah. Or like there was this one, one time where I went to this like hotel thing in Toronto and this guy was there. And then as I was leaving, his girlfriend was walking in. Ah! Were you in drag? Do you fucking drag? <laughs> no, I don't fucking oh. drag. I can't. Uh. I can't um, either. I don't understand <laughs> how so many people do it. I don't know. I, I, if you are fucking in drag, I'm proud of you because it's hard. Yeah, there's just so many moving, there's so much working parts to drag that, like, I feel like it takes the sexiness out of it for me. Yeah, I me too, but yeah, yeah. But some people, you know, they serve the body. So, um, your new EP is coming out soon. We can taste it. It's coming out so soon. It's just on the tip of my tongue. Um, July 16th, but you can pre-order. It's called Taste but you can pre-save it everywhere now. Yes, you can. And the second single is going to come out before the album drops. It's bitch, I'm busy. Ooh. It's going to be a fucking... bitch, I'm busy. Cake, bitch, I'm busy. Come through Afterglow Snatch. Yeah. 
Come through after <laughs> Well, listen, Priyanka, we want to thank you so much for being on Sloppy Second. Of course, Where I love it. Where can everyone find you? You can find me on my Instagram at the Queen Priyanka or TikTok or Twitter or whatever. Just find me. You know The YouTube. The YouTube for all the videos. The YouTubes. The YouTubes. Go watch my music video for Cake. It's the beginning of a uh, visual EP and all the, all the videos link together. Oh, you're Beyonce. Oh, I'm yeah. Beyonce. I'm Beyonce. Would you ever do a collaboration with Miranda Sings? I fucking love her. You know I do. <laughs> it, I just love knowing that Priyanka loves Miranda Sings because you can see like just the tiniest little bits of influence in her comedy yeah. on the internet. And I, I love like knowing that little Easter egg. I would love to see you sing with her. It would be really great. It would be yeah. so fun. Listen up, Colleen. 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 Give you a girl right. cool. Well, thank you all so much for listening <laughs> to Sloppy Seconds. You can follow us on Instagram at Sloppy Pod. You can send us an email to sloppysecondspod at gmail.com. Or you can call in with your own fuck talk story to 213-536-9180. You can follow us on Instagram at Big Dipper Jelly and Spicy Meatball or Fat Drag Meatball on Twitter. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't ever miss an episode, which come out every Tuesday and Friday. Goodbye. Goodbye. Oh, my God. Goodbye. Oh, my God. Doodle doo forever. Dog. To listen to Sloppy Seconds ad free and one day early, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. Sloppy Seconds is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Big Dipper and Meatball. Music, editing, and sound design by William Pitt. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Joe Cilio, Brett Boehm, and Alex Ramsey. Our artwork was drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey. <laughs>